Nice to be back in here with you guys. Seems like it's been for fucking ever. It's been a bit. Yeah. I just want to start this podcast off with praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Or whoever. Feel the spirit. What? Lupus be gone. <laughs> we have six feet between us, right? I think so. I, I, mean, I feel like I'm considerably I mean, far away, but. I've got two. And I have a black thing in front of my face, so that is a mask. <laughs> I just assumed if we started this off with worship, then we were all set. Oh, right. And COVID couldn't enter the room. Hallelujah. <laughs> as long as it's before 10 p.m., because apparently after 10 p.m. It runs rampant. It just gets crazy. Yep. It's COVID like, it's like an 18-year-old boy. It, oh, maybe that's it. <laughs> so why would, the, that, why would... That's why it only affects the elderly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even sure what that joke is. But <laughs> I don't know good. either. <sighs> so I had a... Um, Where the... Sorry, I got to read a comment from, oh. or some, something from somebody, because uh, it... I, I agree with it. Okay. With this comment, it's from my friend Chaz Fisher, um, who used to actually have a marketing company called Loyal Nine, and that's where my first yeah. exposure to it was. And uh, he wrote this. He said, "Mark, a few thoughts. First, Michael Keegan and Josh did better on number one forty-two without you than I anticipated. While I missed the acerbic edge you always provide, they pulled it off okay." Fucking bravo. Thank you. Which I actually, um, I agreed with when I was editing it. I was like, fuck, these guys. <laughs> I got a different kind of comment about that episode. Uh, excellent. <laughs> well, maybe you should share yours in just a moment. Sure. Uh, and then second, while I was excited to hear the Loyal Nine mentioned, my ego took a grazing punch that I didn't get an oblique nod for having referenced them in my endeavor. And oh. so when he had his marketing company, which yeah. was named Loyal Nine, um, it came from that. It came actually from, you know, pre-revolutionary war yeah. dissent. Um, nice. The Loyal Nine being, some of them being members of the True Sons of Liberty, um, et cetera. And they would assemble around the Liberty Tree to discuss such important topics as, I don't know, no taxation without representation. Um which is what is going to happen with us as soon as this becomes a church. <laughs> um, and, you know, individual liberty as opposed to just I mean, uh, always doing what you're told. I get because it. Because if you don't, some fascist, and we're going to get to that topic later because we, now we can do the post-election. Oh, yeah. Uh, thing. yeah well, um, maybe. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's... Is, didn't they say it was over? Uh, it's over for now, I think, right? I mean, this legal stuff. I don't really on. know what's going to... I don't think anything's going to change, but... Yeah. Besides anyway, from a few temper tantrums and probably some really good television. I, I think so. Um, maybe once again in front of Four Seasons Landscape and Tool and Die <laughs> Company or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> that was so fucking good. Oh, my God. Uh, the, uh, uh, another anyway, so Chaz, shout out complete. <laughs> nice. I hope to see you soon. My comment wasn't so positive. Oh. Um, Damn it. This is from... Do I read their name? Since uh, reading names? I don't know. Initials, maybe. Yeah, he'll know. He, she, he. 
weird. I've listened to you guys since the beginning and you've had a lot of good information. But for some reason, that last episode just came off as a bunch of white privilege and no real understating of racism. I assume he meant understanding, but we'll just... Okay. But I wanted to read it for its... For, for, yeah. yeah. For its accuracy. Um, <clears throat> I responded, did we claim to understand it? <laughs> <laughs> it goes on. Yeah. It actually, it, it turned into um, a, a pretty good discussion, and he thanked me for helping him understand our position. The funny thing about it is, like, I don't, he was claiming that he was trying to understand our position with his first comment, which I think a lot of people do. They're like, oh, I was trying to, and like, you were just criticizing what you misunderstood. You, there was no clarification there. Like, there was no yeah. question, right? So I, I find that interesting. It led to like a thought on how mm -hmm. people, you get a fraction of what we're talking about. And I get that, we're, but this is not a complete thing. Like the thing between me, you and Josh, we talked for like hours before and after that. Right. Yeah. And it was just, I think, mentioned in passing. You can't, like, this This can't be an entire, like, you can't express your entire idea about a subject, even in three hours. Uh, no, and guess what? That may evolve mm -hmm. over the course of actually talking about it, mm -hmm. or maybe from one day to the next, I, funnily enough. I think people forget that a podcast isn't like a place where you go find the truth of every topic it's people <laughs> discussing the way they think and feel about an idea an experience a thing and it's not like oh the nonprofit podcast said this therefore that's factual or no. that's truth <laughs> that <laughs> has never been said <laughs> in the history of words being put together <laughs> in like a coherent thought <laughs> that's fair but according to this guy who's understating his understanding <laughs> he, he does kind of believe that in a way which i mean i get wrapped up in it too i'll like listen to a rogan podcast or somebody yeah. else and i'll be like man i don't really fucking agree with that and then you're like oh well he might not either he's just sussing out his initial thoughts yeah. on a topic and sometimes you're saying things while thinking about things at the same time here and i don't know like i, I don't think this is a place for like absolute truths so do you if think those exist do you think people i mean i see it pretty closely like people can have totally different ideas um perspectively but also just in practice about something and both be right yeah Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, just, I don't know. I got like unanimous agreement, even from the dogs I think, <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I just like, I see it every day, all day long. I mean, you could talk about local problems or, you know, the pandemic. I mean, there's so many different opinions and they're kind of, I mean, they're all kind of valid. Yeah. I mean, in this post, I mean, the first one is like, what should happen since, are we quote unquote post-election? I think we're still technically mid-election until the legal work goes through, right? I don't even, I don't know how any of that works. Well, JP, whoever that funny ginger oh, yeah. comedian yeah. <laughs> did a little presentation on all the shit that might happen. Oh, My yeah. favorite being that the votes don't get certified by the 20th and the Speaker of the House becomes president. Yeah. That's what Josh was talking yeah. about last so night. Like, we get a Pelosi. The, we, get Nancy, if she, we get the first woman, you know, first female president. Which I think would be great to totally undercut. <sighs> Kamama, Kamala, Kamama, yeah, okay. <laughs> Kamamala, Kam I that would be amazing, actually. That would be pretty cool. I mean, that would just that would be a pretty savage meta way of playing it. 
were someone in the Trump administration to recognize that possibility, they like don't keep concede, challenging, oh, then they'll put the, Pelosi in. The, then they'll put Pelosi in, and then people will just be like, "What the fuck?" I have a couple <laughs> questions about because then everyone's definition of fascism would change. <laughs> I've, I've got a couple Wouldn't questions it, you about fuckers um, about the future. So. On January, you have questions about the future. Yeah, like just uh, theoretical uh, questions. Uh, okay, me too. But full full body suit, no touching. <laughs> don't forget to use the shells. It sounds like a nightclub that I'd want to go to that involves latex. Somebody's going to get that reference at some point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the uh, on on January twenty first. Come on, no. The three what shelves? Shells. Seashell. She seashells. Whoa. Fuck. Demolition man. Nobody. Oh no, uh, I missed it. No. Anyways, keep going. But she she sells. Oh, I got for you. sure. Yeah. She's got something for sale. Yeah, by the That's seashore. For, yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways, on January twenty first, does every COVID death is that on Biden's watch? From that point forward, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make no, sure. No, I don't think uh, no, because <laughs> the conditions were set by the you know no mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta backdate that shit. Oh, because that's what the whole thing is, right? Backdating. Oh, right. Right now, I think it's about not being responsible for anything. Oh, (laughs) I mean, to be fair, there's some positive things about Biden being an. I'm trying to find the positive things. Yeah, yeah. Either way, and there was some positive things, uh, you know, because I'm trying to. I'm trying this new, this new um, outlook. Outlook. Yeah. How's that going for you? you I couldn't even find the word outlook because I can't see it. Like lay awake at night choking yourself. Um, no, I'm just trying to find you know the benefit of any situation because I really don't think that it matters. We're, when he gives speeches, we're going to learn a whole lot of new words. Yeah, like gar. Well, it's it's almost like listening to a televangelist, like speaking. Uh, I, was just, I was just going to say the banana mango, you know, whatever thing that one guy <laughs> was talking about. Yeah, and digestive disorder that came out of his mouth. Like, <laughs> like wow, that was. I'm kind of well. I just. I think there are some good stuff inherently with a, a with a Biden thing. Um, the uh, it's possible that maybe the worldview of the U.S. improves. I, I was thinking like the the most um, most greatest, best, most tremendous thing mm-hmm. um, would be you know the the true winner will be conservation in the environment. Hopefully, uh, yeah, I'm, I, Possib- yeah. You know if. Do you know what's clarifying for me watching it? Because I watched a little bit about the, I think it was the, uh, the first election or the on election day, uh, Biden's last speech. It put okay. it all in perspective for okay. me. I think he was in Delaware and he had the Biden-Harris thing and it zoomed out and there was a massive Chase banking sign above it all. Bigger than the Harris-Biden uh, thing, bigger yeah. than anything. You're like, oh yeah, that's who paid for you. And it just puts it kind of in perspective. For I don't think we have any idea what Biden's policies are going to be when he gets in office because all he's done is just parrot the things <laughs> that the American public wanted to hear to vote him into office. Mm. But it wasn't, I don't think any of that shit is actually. It like, was just in contradistinction to what was going on right. culturally. Yeah. The four, I think there was like a website put up on his that was like the four things that he's going to work on. And it was COVID and the economy. One other, and then uh, racial problems. It kind of <clears throat> sounds like a like a USA pageant winner. You're like, yeah. I want world peace. <laughs> I want everyone to be happy, and I think we should all be rich. We're like, vote for that person. 
Um, it's not much different than that. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, the, the level of respect that we get to politicians, I think, is overblown. They should totally have to do like a swimsuit segment. <laughs> <laughs> An evening gown version. Uh, not that I want to see whatever they both have going on, but I think it would add an interesting flair to this election process. What, what a would a politician do to get power? Right. Yeah. Any speech would, would while that, wearing this. Yeah, right. would it be a deterrent for any of them? Or are they all too self-obsessed and well, narcissistic? They already shit? have something like that. It's just in whatever secret society they join. They have like a hazing. And but it's I like want private. it to be public. I know. It'd be good. Yeah. Which would one, what, what one did Biden join? He go to Yale, so he's like skull and bones or whatever. Yeah, I think they made a movie about that. Yeah, no, it's real. It's like oh, it's I'm a, sure it it's is. a real society. I'm just wondering which one he belonged to. Yeah, I think that was I, the same one as Bush. The, all the bushes below that's the skull. And what bones I was right. thinking also. They. Yeah. This is pretty fucking up. rad, <laughs> actually. <laughs> just like where where can we start these things and get a bunch of fucking billionaires to show up and do? Oh, like, I was gonna say, I think we're doing it. We just we don't have any billionaires we just don't have any people in power yet everybody that comes to us is has as much money as we do <laughs> nothing <laughs> and they get hazed <laughs> i guess just, but we just call it something different yeah we call it oh. exercise yeah i mean what what else is a positive aspect i mean i get to see the tantrum play out um uh, but i think somebody predicted trump's reaction pretty accurately like this is a good scenario for him he gets to believe that it was a hundred percent fraudulent that he didn't you know, win. So it's he didn't he didn't lose. He just was cheated out of it. Oh yeah. Which for for his like ego, I think that is a saving grace. And I really hope he starts a podcast and just talks oh, about it incessantly. I mean, I really think he'll go on Joe Rogan on now that he's like once he's done. I think that'll happen. I think so too. And I hope so. I really do. That would, that would be amazing. Wasn't Biden oh, on there? My God. No. Did he have Biden on? No, it Bernie? was Bernie. Yeah, Bernie. It was Bernie. Bernie for one hour. Yeah. And that was pretty good. You, you can't feel the burn for too long. No, no. It, you like, got to go to the you hospital. Fucking pull your hand out of that shit. <laughs> I mean, to hear Bernie for an hour and you're like, okay, at least this guy is not faking anything. Right. Yeah. He's not as extreme as he comes off, like through media portrayal or whatever. It's. I don't think you'd get that same thing with like a could Biden hold it together for an hour. I'm curious to see how many times have you heard, mentioned, noticed Mike Pence do anything. In the last four years, um, I wasn't he at the ta he was the COVID task guy until they passed it off to Kushner, didn't they? Or what? I don't even know. Wrong. But I feel like Kamala is going to be all over the place. Oh yeah, I mean that's the bet, right? Like the 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 claim is that she's going to try to get the presidency uh, after he like falls to dementia or whatever. Yeah. After he has a slip and fall in mysterious <laughs> circumstances. So here's the question that Josh brought this up. This is actually pretty interesting. It's like the timing of this. He needs to be at least two years in. Otherwise it counts as her presidency. So she won't get to run. She'll only get to run for one more term. But if he holds it for two years and then she can get a 10 year run at the presidency. Like chance at the presidency. So the yeah. remaining two years yeah. Yeah. Plus, plus two terms. Two, two yeah. more terms. Interesting. Yeah. Going to be a fun four years. I mean. Or whatever. It's going to be a fun two months. The, definitely. For and we all get to sit half, inside three, by ourselves whatever. and watch it lonely and. Yeah. I, well, that's because social gathering limits here in Utah. <clears throat> oh, right. Have been reinstated. And we have curfews now. Well, sort of curfews. Sort of. 
You don't have to be in your house by 10. You just can't go do anything after 10 because everything's closed. Yeah, the closed No, it's just the bars yeah. that are closing. But everything else by it, 10 is already closed, isn't it? Besides McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King. So you can go there. Yeah, you can, so you can go, get fast food. You can go improve your state for the so, coronavirus. With so fast even food. though cardiovascular disease is still the number one killer in America, you can still partake in the thing that probably most contributes <laughs> yeah, to, the, to, to the disease anytime. Yep. Which is really interesting. What did we say it was like 654,000 people on average die a year in the United States from CVD? Yeah, yeah. Which is currently almost six times the amount of people that have died from COVID. Listen, I don't want to hear the numbers. I, I mean, how many people have been tested for CVD? I don't know that answer. There's no testing going on. <laughs> so you can't <laughs> So you can't get you can't even just go in and say, "Hey, I'd like to be tested for uh it something i don't know i think something's wrong with me check my ticker and i I mean i don't want to say like obviously it's like i'm kind of against the whole regulation thing i think recommendations are good though i think like the state's ability to you know give us useful information on how to protect yourself would be um useful i just don't see them doing that still to this day nobody officially has recommended that you lose weight even though that is one of the biggest contributing factors to um extreme cases of COVID, even death so i i just don't like i'm fine wearing mask i don't care like i'm not gonna wear it in here because we're around each other all day and it like that's all we interact with it's just yeah it's an insane idea for me that's the the sort of the ridiculous nature of it and obviously you have to as a public policy you need to come up with something relatively broad that Mm -hmm. will touch the most people even if it is it they get rid of the broadest people Yes, make it, I say make them narrower for sure. Help them become narrower. You put them on a ventilator, they get narrow real quick. <laughs> I just, Is that a new uh, diet? <laughs> you get the, the ventilator the, diet. Yeah. Well, so like I, I just see like okay, if a, if nobody has given us actual like factual things that will improve your your, your chances, your, your chances not only to not contract it. Mm-hmm. But also to, should you contract it, to be in a better position uh, to withstand. Yeah. yeah. How, to, how to boost your immune system. How to, oh my God, how to take care of yourself. But instead, like all of the things that probably don't improve your health are open. And all the things that improve your health are technically not allowed to open. And do you remember, you know, when it was... This uh, virus first kind of came around sort of February, March, tail end of winter. Yeah. And they said it would, you know, the infection rate was <laughs> so high because people were, you know, because the weather's bad. And so yeah. people were staying inside and 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 therefore, you know, in that recirculated air or maybe potentially mm-hmm. spitting into each other's mouths behind closed doors. You know, whatever goes on <laughs> inside so apparently <laughs> made the, the, you know, the rate of infection, the susceptible, you know, the possibility of getting of. Of, of contracting it even greater and guess what they've just told us to do stands on yeah absolutely and you know <laughs> you must keep casual social gatherings to household only until november 23rd 2020 uh so wait, let's just say that's two weeks. a social gathering refers to any in-person gathering of individuals from separate households except for this does not include a gathering for a primarily educational or religious purpose. No booty call with someone who doesn't live with you. 
Unless you're going to talk about Jesus. I mean, that's how I worship. I... <laughs> Lie back and commune yeah. with God? I don't know. I mean, wasn't that what Dionysus okay. was all about? I'm still trying to think of a joke for like pew and kneel and all that. There's lots of kneeling. Yeah. There's lots of head down. God damn it. I can bear my testimony, but my mouth is full (laughs) of, of his testimony. Not, not making any suggestions there about what you might or might not do behind closed doors. But so I'd I'd be very, 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 wary of anybody promising to give you their testimony <laughs> so i do i do or have offering a, it as a gift of a, any kind a question for the scientists and doctors that pay attention to this so you can't yell or shout or sing because that extends the oh, yeah. distance i believe of the aerosolized particles that come out of your mouth okay i believe that's what people are saying or have said yeah so what if you're outside on a windy day how far it doesn't can matter a droplet it will... travel in like 20 mile an hour winds <laughs> and should distancing be expanded based on the wind miles per hour so if you're in a hurricane say like florida what do you do well you can you just basically have to believe and i'm gonna go on faith here that uh that said particles would disperse to concentrations that would not be meaningful should you get them in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, if you're in that hurricane, you just get hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, not traveling on a road? <laughs> I mean, if you're in a hurricane and you're worried about COVID, it explains exactly the dynamic in America today. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think it would, but you can you can go get some plywood and put up on the windows, and that prevents both looting and COVID from getting in. I, so as long as you didn't get in, as long as you didn't take it in there with you, you should be good. I mean, this is I, I guess it's like um, my viewpoint, and probably all our viewpoint is like, what's actually like, what is the most dangerous thing? Like, what what's going to most affect my livelihood? And you're like, where is COVID on that thing? It certainly is there, right? Like, um, for some, and more higher for other people, yeah, at risk. But um, like, when I think about the things that are gonna get me, um, like, what do you think about the things that are gonna get you? Like, what's your biggest worry about mortality, or or just <sighs> like, let's say not just mortality because you can get COVID, it can fuck up your lungs, it would be really miserable. So let's just talk about your your overall well being. Like what immediately in front of you affects that in the most negative way? Nothing. I, I'm i not sure. I mean, well, what are you worried about? Like, well, I mean, because you have stresses. What are those stresses about? Uh, currently, probably financial more than anything else. I think that's like 99% of the fucking planet right now. Right. Is like, oh man, if I can't afford this, I can't like you're my well-being has more to do with like what i can make and and whether i can like afford my mortgage and my bills and all these other things and eat well and like afford good food high quality food all the this this is most people's worry and i think that has more to do with your well-being because if you can 
eat better, have less stress, actually all the comorbidities of life yeah, go you'd down. You actually be healthier. There's less risk of cancer, less risk of like pretty much all cause mortality is based off of just genuine stressors and those things go down and they they equalize out after a little bit. Um, but that I don't see why that's not the topic of conversation, which really has to do with the economy more than anything. I'm still living fat off that $1,200 check I got in April, so. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> I don't know how you guys are doing with yours, but I got a pretty penny left of that still, so. <laughs> that's, that's fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah. Did you lose it? Like, did you lose the check? Because that's the I, only way. Did you just find it? I just found the check. That's why <laughs> I have it left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go back to, uh, I, I also think that that, that, when financial stress or the uh, when the unpredictability um, declines, mm -hmm. so as predictability forecasting, accurate forecasting increases, be, you know, is that financial? Is that work? Am I essential? Am I non-essential? Am I going to get it? Do I need a cloth mask? Do I need a steel mask? You know, what like all okay? It, as that uncertainty or the unpredictability goes down, then I think the stress levels go down, and one's general. Uh, internal health, well-being, whatever, improves. Right. And that should give you at least, you know, a fighting chance um, should the virus, you know, come around, yeah. I guess. <clears throat> I mean, I, 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 so I, so the, the, that, and that's not just to say, hey, if everybody had 1,200 more dollars, they'd be less stressed out because, and, and then they would be healthier. Right, sure. Because... <laughs> Well, yeah, it depends obvious. on what you do with that once you have, but like, if you're just going to eat cake with it, then there's an obvious outcome, like there's a negative consequence to yeah. actually having it. But you, you, it's harder to make better decisions without the ability to actually pay for them. Yes. And so that I, you'll see rich populations that are just as unhealthy. So, you know, there's no direct correlation to what it could be, but there's a lot of people bitching about that they can't afford healthy food, which I don't necessarily agree with because I think if you plan ahead and you actually, you know, purchase high quality meat from farms, it actually ends up being cheaper. Yeah. Um, I guess the most expensive thing is convenience. Always. Yeah. Yeah, I know we were going, <laughs> I was just, cause we were going over some articles earlier about, you know, the Utah state of emergency and everything. Yeah. And it's, you know, it said, and this is obviously all on predictive models based on what they believe the death rate to be in everything by December mm -hmm. and, you know, them assuming what they think, you know, state legislation is going to do or whatever. But they're like, oh, by, you know, December, Utah will probably be locked down again. And yeah. they listed off seven or eight other states. And my first thought was like, oh, cool. We just started building the gym in here. You know, everything's going pretty good. I just bought a house, yeah. all this other stuff. And it's just like, oh, sweet. Pretty soon the government's going to decide that me making money is not something of in my best interest somehow. Um based on what they deem as essential, not essential. Yeah, and that that's kind of the point that was happening in March. It was the same thing. Yeah. It was the same argument, the same deal, and it's almost like that is unheard, right? That Like, we don't need regulation. We need advice and information. We need, like, hey, if you want to keep your business open and you don't want to, like, spread the disease, because honestly, if, if you end up being a business that spreads everything, and this is a big yeah, worry to having a gym, it's not going to be good for business. Right. It's going to kind of take care of itself. Right. It's going to 
shut you down for quite a while and do the same thing as shutting you down. But shutting it down uh, preemptively is is kind of ridiculous, um, especially when you think that everybody is going to get it. My feeling about when I read, you know, I got that alert, mm-hmm. you know, on my phone last night because... I didn't turn off the emergency mm-hmm. alert thing. I bet you was, did now. Uh, uh, no, I still haven't because, right. you know, whatever. Uh, you know, j- just that idea of we are, we don't trust you, obviously, because cases have, you know, gone from the average, the daily average of like 400 new positive tests, which has nothing, you know, that does, that's just a positive test. That doesn't say how bad it's going to be. Right. Doesn't, in any case, the, 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 the thing that made me the angriest about it is just like, we don't want you to think, you know, even if you are capable of it, of managing, thinking for yourself, managing your circumstances, your exposure and the exposure of people with, you know, who voluntarily engage in an exchange of services. Um, you know, we're just going to say that, that's, that, that, that we're smarter, you know, we know better, and that has to go away. And it has to go away because some motherfucker broke their neck on the diving board, and now there's no, you know, essentially no diving boards at any swimming pools. Right. Because, you know, slip and fall, whatever, like, the, or, or whatever the, the, you know, a similar analogy would be. Yes, public policy needs to be broad, um, you know, to, to catch the most number of people. And then you probably have to overstate it also. So that people, you know, live in fear of the $10,000 fine um, and and therefore behave. Or maybe if they only do 50% of what you're asking them, that was what the ultimate objective, you know, or had been in the first place. But you have so, to. So wear a mask, live in fear, be home by 10 p.m. <sighs> For fuck's sake. Is that about the extent of what we were told you, last night? Well, you must. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm kind of extrapolating on my own here, but. You must wear a mask in public. Well, when you say it like that, Keegan, it sounds ridiculous, and we want people to take this seriously, so don't say it like that. Sorry. Yeah. Say it Just like be, you're behave. trying to protect people's lives. Be a good boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or girl. Yeah. Or be or, a good pronoun. Be, be, be a yeah. good pronoun. So, you must wear a mask in public, and when within six feet of anyone you don't live with. Okay, so what is in public? What does in public mean? And what does living with somebody mean? Because I spend more time with you two than I do at my house. Right. Like, what, yeah, what does household mean? Well, I mean, they just gave the order. I just got an email from Unify talking about, like, you know, here's the new rules for jujitsu. You can't roll with anybody that's not in your household, but you can come in and train solo. And they they literally just have to like stick to whatever the order is because there's a huge fine associated with it. Right. Yeah, ten thousand per occurrence. Yeah. Which is now are there roving patrols of you know, COVID fucking lockdown enforcers that are going to be out and and then how do you potentially evade because because that's going to be the new workaround is like we're going to you know there's and so let's see. Further, uh, I'll read a little bit more. This mandate is also enforceable in business settings, which must require employees to wear masks, request patrons wear masks, and post signage to that effect. So it says must require employees to wear masks. Well, there's no employees here. But I did say, I did see somewhere else where it was referring to contractors also, um, which Keegan, you would be, but you know, we're just like, you know, running a not business um and i don't consider myself employed 
But it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't say consultants. And no. I, I think that Keegan is a consultant. As, a, as opposed to a contractor? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've never signed anything, so. Yeah. We do consult with one another quite a bit. Right. We do, we're doing it we, now. We're currently doing <laughs> it. We're currently consulting. <laughs> we're actually having a business meeting that we are going to put out into public. Hold up. Right we're now. having a worshiping session. Oh, right. That's the new norm. Okay. Because we are... Thou art ordained. Thou art ordained. <laughs> Thou shalt be whatever the fuck. Mark, yeah. please bow your head for three seconds and chastise yourself silently for calling this a business meeting and not a place of worship. Repent. Do, <laughs> wait, wait. Do I, do, do, do I put my hand on the back of my head, right? No, no, you're not currently in church. You're no, you're not doing... a Catholic. Oh, no, that's someone else's hand. I'm, oh, I'm worshiping solo right now. Come on, guys. <laughs> How many ribs do you have? Well, after I got two removed on the advice from my uh, pastor, uh, um, Adam took one <laughs> or something. Dude, or he I didn't them know all. this. This is a fascinating, totally randomly today. Um, I didn't know. I, apparently, I haven't read the Bible correctly because there's this theory about Lilith. So Lilith was the first basically demonic female that was Adam's wife after Eve. Well, what happened to Eve? Well, she she got bit banished. that apple. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Oh, she died? I don't know if she died, but... She probably did something. Yeah, but, they so, were like, ooh, no, you open the box, go somewhere else. So there's this whole theory she about... She got down with Cain and Abel at the same time. Well, this is what I don't get. This is so... I, I don't understand the, how the theory goes, because there was Adam and Eve, and they came from nothing, but where the fuck did Lilith come from? Side bitch. <laughs> oh man tinder <laughs> swipe was it swipe well, that would christian the, mingle he, he did swipe left because that's the left hand path if she's demonic that's pretty fucking clever that is clever <laughs> so i got a little thing today from oh, nice. dan treasure it, and this is uh this is uh, it, it appears it's an illustration looks like jesus is addressing some folks and uh, he says, I created man and woman with original sin. Then I destroyed most of them for sinning. Then I impregnated a woman with myself as her child so that I could be born. Later, I will kill myself as a sacrifice to myself yeah. to save all of you from the sin I gave you in the first place. Right. I don't know where Lilith, he's not explaining anything about Lilith up in there. That's because you don't talk about your side hose. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's pretty tight-lipped over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> nice. Um, I've heard that before. I mean, there's the uh, the ridiculousness of the Trinity, um, which is never actually mentioned in the original documents, but a lot of stuff isn't actually mentioned. <laughs> there, there's a work in progress. You know, they're coming up with making shit up as they went along. They're doing a lot of... <laughs> How do we stay in power? Right. What do we need to say in order to... <laughs> You know, fucking Lilith. Not be smited. Gonna make a yeah. shirt. Pray for Lilith. <laughs> Does that, oh, no. Is that who we worship? Lilu. So this is uh, the original text. Is the other interesting part? Lilu. I think it's is the original like name for it. An old fucking Aramaic or whatever it ended up being. Um, and that, that's that's the <clears throat> brand name of a was sex known, toy company. <laughs> her 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 children were known as the succubi. Oh. That's where that comes from. She's the original succubus, Lilith. This gets very complicated. It really does. It's fucking fascinating. How does a fellow know what to believe? 
Um, you get into a group of a lot of people that think the same way and just go, <laughs> I, just mu- I must you. be right because them too. Me too? Me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, the, I, I mean, it's a good question because uh, I know I'm highly influenced around people that I'm around. Yeah. Uh, like just by knowing. And so I kind of have to be careful with who I hang out with a lot because I know I'll just like kind of tend to believe what they believe. Like I obviously question some stuff. I'm not like a fucking moron, but some things are pretty convincing. And I don't like some people, I guess don't consider that when they start hanging out with people that they'll be, you hang around may influence your, yeah. uh, Like I wonder how, how my view would my view change of the pandemic. If like, I was in, if you were both real fucking liberal and I'm not saying that you're not liberal. I do consider myself liberal, not according to like the politics that are going on right now. Cause that's insanity. But you mean like capital L? I mean, like I, I believe in uh social liberal values. Like I don't think that the government should tell you what to do with any of your personal life. Yeah. And I think that's classic liberalism right okay used to be used to be yeah for sure there's a there's a difference but i do like i'm but i am like fiscally conservative i would say like i don't think the government should be paying for everything i don't like some things i sure i could probably sign off of it i I would even sign off on ubi at this point because i think during a pandemic i think there's like that'd be really fucking useful no shit like it it would and it would make sense for the regulation Right, like, hey, motherfuckers, we're paying for you. Do what we say, so we can control this thing. I and I'd go, yeah, they have a point there. Like, well, fucking stay at home. I mean, you signed into this fucking country. What I don't get is that um, we don't have that. We don't have we don't have any of the benefits. We only have the negatives of it. The government gets to tell us what to do all the time, and. We don't and really then have, demand a tithe, right? And we don't have any aid when when fucking things are falling apart. We we have yeah. like that's a that's the worst of both concepts. <laughs> um. So should you know? Let's just say that Keegan and I totally believe in that. Mm-hmm. Um. And you came into contact with us, and mm-hmm. we're just like, man, it's fucking scary. Yeah. Out there, right. it is super scary, man. If he even looks at me, don't look at me. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> see, sorry. You were talking. Like, I thought I was supposed to. Uh, yeah. See, Damn he it. could he could give it to me. Yeah. By just looking, and that's why I'm wearing a mask. Oh, I'm gonna fucking give it to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. just stay behind me when you're doing it. Oh, of though. course. I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll look left if <laughs> yeah. I have to cough. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, uh, you know, it sounds like we or, meet in a lot more like rest stops than we actually do. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. The, George Michael Memorial rest up out there by Ogden. I mean, yeah. my dad's in Massachusetts surrounded by family members and people that think COVID's like the worst thing that's ever happened in America in yeah. the history of forever. And he very much shares, I, I'd say, the same views as we do in this room on everything. He kind of has like a nothing makes sense. It doesn't add up. Right. I have no problem doing what you ask me to do so long as like I can do my own research and it makes sense. And to him, it doesn't right now. Well, yeah, and I so I, just, I I just wonder like would I be taking it more seriously if the people that I was around and respected were taking it kind of illogically seriously? Yeah, because to me it looks like illogic. But I'm wondering if that would skew a little bit because I know like there's sections of my family they're taking it like so fucking serious. Um, but then how do you 
like okay i i accept like all of the regulations and the lockdown and the mm-hmm. the you know and, and whatever let's just say that that that, that happens then th- so i've just made life not worth living mm-hmm. because i'm afraid of living or <laughs> yeah yeah or, wait yeah, right. what uh dying that was yeah, what i right, mean yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah i'm afraid of dying therefore i make a life that is that is n- not satisfying in any way not it, it doesn't like i don't want to wake up i don't want like i just want to like i then i suddenly just want to die yeah and that to me is a is a ridiculous level of insulating oneself from experience mm-hmm. and if you i mean yeah, I'm older. I'm in the like the age demographic. I'm not overweight. Um, I mean, those last yeah, stubborn like five or six. You think <laughs> five or six? You uh, lost five or six on, pounds. Yeah, you're holding on to a little that uh, a pollo loco. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it's all ca- in the biceps though, which is really impressive. You know, it's it's like where that's where I like to put it. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to sidetrack too much, but on the topic of fitness real quick, I'll just, yeah. I'll dip a toe in the fitness oh, okay. water. We'll pull it back out. Yeah. How do you feel after that deadlift two weeks ago? Oh, strong as fuck. Dude, nice. was that 255 uh, or 275? It was 260. 260. So three times body weight. I, I was going to say almost double. You're so <laughs> close to almost double <laughs> body weight. It's like, I still got it. I just need to, like, I don't think I'm 140. Yeah. I'd, I'd need... I'd, I'd you need, to need to pull a little bit more. Probably two ninety. Yeah, yeah. But I am maybe next year. <laughs> if I live that long, uh, yeah. If you survive COVID, exactly. Uh, I don't um, know. I, so, so, but wait. Speaking of fitness and dipping a toe in, no extracurricular activities. Youth and high school students must not participate in extracurricular activities, including athletic and intramural events for the duration of the order. This does not limit intercollegiate athletic events. Because money's or, involved. Or practices and games associated with high school championships that follow instructions for testing and limiting crowd size as detailed in the order. And we can go actually read the, the order they're going to talk about. Um, uh, yeah, so then on the business requirement thing, this this right above the link where I can download some signs that we can print. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. I think we just do it like left-handed with crayon. No, we'll just get George. Is that the uh, <laughs> sickle in the anvil one, or is it the L's that all make a symbol? Which one is the can I make a one sign? that I, I didn't the see, government wants us to post? I didn't see which one um, they, they wanted me to post, but they are saying that all businesses, including bars and restaurants, must require employees and contractors to wear face covering while at work. No, no employees or contractors in this room, right? Do they mention where you need to wear your face covering? No. Perfect. No. Uh, presumably, face covering implies that it is covering your face. I mean, I, I just, wish more people would cover their face, but... I, I could draw a smiley face on some body, part of my body and put my mask on that, right? Well, I'm also thinking, like, what is your face? Because it could be, like, your forehead. Well, I was just going to say a ski mask <clears throat> is a face covering. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that <laughs> we're... Just start wearing pantyhose. A- ask, ask patrons <laughs> to wear a face mask. Ask oh. patrons to wear I'm going pantyhose. To, I'm going to ask them. I think. Ask Require them. at least six feet of physical distance between household groups. Um, They're getting oddly specific with that. Yeah. For bars and restaurants, at least six feet of physical distance is required between parties. Bars must close by 10 p.m. until 
November 23rd, but it's not a curfew because it's only applying to the bars. Then post signage, ask individuals who are experiencing symptoms to stay home. I can't wait till they ask us to turn in our guns. (laughs) The one of the, I don't know. Bring out your guns. (laughs) This was reposted by OAF, but it was Maj who originally said it was like, I have eight full autos prior to the Biden presidency. You know, when he, he gets elected, how many do I have? 218 because there was some late arriving, you know, oh, uncounted nice. or unregistered uh, <laughs> firearms came into my house out suddenly. I, well so, played. That was fucking well played. brilliant. Fuck, uh, fuck it. Read the executive order. Let's do it. Whereas number of cases in Utah has sharply increased, causing serious illness and death to Utah residents, threatening public health and wellness out, you know, throughout the state. Um, Sharply increased. It did go, you know, go up because people were being stupid. So could we have an executive order to just be like, hey, y'all don't be stupid. Right. Didn't that, they, didn't they also state sometime spring, summer that towards the fall cold season, it was the, going to get worse? Yes. So are we shocked about a thing that was predicted that came true? I think it um, What was that September 21? Is that when the sort of changeover from the summer fall to fall happens? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So it's right in line with schedule wise. Right. That's a good forecast. I like that. Yeah. That, yeah which they don't usually, they're not usually that accurate with their predictions. Yeah. That's, tr- that's true. So maybe that's why we're surprised by it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, CDC has called on Mer- Americans to wear face coverings with the CDC director stating that, quote, cloth face coverings are one of the most powerful weapons we have to slow and stop the spread of the virus, particularly when used universally within a community setting, and that all Americans have a responsibility to protect themselves, their families, and their, and their communities. Um, okay. So if masks work, then we don't need to social distance, right? I believe so. And if, we social, and if social distancing works, then we don't... Then, then we don't need to wear a mask in this setting because we are far apart. Now, if I gave you my microphone after being after spitting on it, you know, for a while, you really emphasize the P in that spitting. Spit, yeah, yeah. Uh, then, you know, maybe you'd want to, I don't know, spray it down, hose it down, whatever, before putting it next to your mouth. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, the masks work supposedly clear evidence that face coverings reduce the spray of droplets produced during speaking, coughing and sneezing masks. Very effective, very effective. How tremendously effective, the most effective, I think exposure between, let's see, more scientific research exposure between a person infected with COVID to an uninfected person is 17.4% if face coverings are not worn and 3.1% if face coverings are worn. That's the probability of transmission. So say you have it, mm-hmm. and I don't, and you want to give it to me, <laughs> you only have a 17.4% chance of giving it to me. If I have a mask. Or if you uh, have a No, mask. if we neither of us have masks. But that, the only way, you know, you only got a 3% chance of giving it to me if you're wearing a mask. You look perplexed about how low of a number that, that is. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. Sure. Um, Should I, did, I, I may have mis, did, misinterpreted this. I am going to read the full sentence again, 
just in case. Whereas published scientific research has shown that the probability of transmission during exposure between a person infected with COVID-19 to an uninfected person is 17.4% if face coverings are not worn and 3.1% if face coverings are worn. I mean, those numbers make sense based off of like the exposure that we've already had to it and not gotten it. Yeah. I mean, like... No, I think it makes sense. Well, I, think it I just too. think it's... Re- it's uh, it's really low. It's really low. Yeah. Um, 17% for... I, I mean, so if there's 2,800 new positive tests on average a day right now, a seven-day rolling average, maybe it was 2,500 or whatever, in the state of Utah, what are those motherfuckers doing? Well, How are... <laughs> you know, to, to get that, like, what is that, 82.6%, like... Mm-hmm. You're basically like one in five. Roughly, yeah. How? Well, this is this is my biggest question. I'm I'm naive to it, so I don't like when people go. It's really bad right now. Like it's so bad. The numbers are really bad. I'm super, like, what is it? Super bad? What What numbers are bad? And that like usually it's like well, it's like the te- people are testing really high for it. It's like you know two thousand people tested yesterday, or twenty two twenty two hundred people tested positive. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like they have it, but are they all dead? I'm like one person died yesterday out of 2,300 positive, tested positive new, new positive tests. Now that yeah. might go up, but I think but there was so like, will the cases as well, right? And I like I just don't like what is so like it. Yeah, man, it sucks that somebody died. Welcome to life. Like welcome to the process of life, which is eventually you're gonna die, and you don't like by all accounts it, it's people at risk are dying because of other problems and i just don't i don't understand the like when you say it's bad i don't understand what is bad about it i think we've just been conditioned over the last nine months or however long it's been to be like numbers go up that equals bad at least that to me seems what people are saying it should equate that and but that they look drastically different than they did i think um like even in March and May when you were getting these testing numbers and the death rate was attached to those. Now nobody is really addressing the in-between. Like I think we should have a lot of data on this by now that would clarify like this is how many people tested. Mm -hmm. This is how many people needed to go to the hospital. Here's how many people out of those people that needed to go to the ICU. Out of those people, here's how many people died. I'd also like to see when it says like, positive tests have gone up this much how many people in the last week have tested compared to other weeks right because it could be considerably higher maybe it's not maybe that's irrelevant but i if yeah nobody's tracking 30,000 yeah. more people got tested this week than last week right. i would assume there'd be more positive tests based on right just the numbers there, yeah. there is something they're saying that um, students enrolled in public and private institutions of higher education who either live on campus or attend at least one in-person class a week must be uh, tested for COVID-19 weekly. Like the mask mandate, this requirement will continue in the foreseeable future. K through 12 schools are open for in-person learning. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but... Um, the the fact that the, you know <clears throat> well it, the, the fact that like okay we're going to increase the number of tests that are we are requiring to be taken of course the number of cases will then go up right and then you know y'all need a focus group or something to 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 discuss you know why that happened and then um 
and, and what it actually means. I mean, I don't. It doesn't seem. Uh, I got obviously more more tests, more positive tests, uh, and also more negative tests. But the. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the in between there of like, okay, you tested positive, you went home, you hung out for a bit, got, it got kind of bad and then it went away mm-hmm. and then you could be, you know, reintroduced into society or whatever. But, but, but there's, but there's not the, you're right, Michael, that there's not that like, okay, here's the number of positive tests. Here's the number of hospitalizations, mm-hmm. like people who couldn't actually get through it on their own because mm-hmm. their health was, you know, already compromised in some way. Um, and then of the hospitalizations, the ones that I see you and then the ones that die. Uh, and, and like, I, I think tying all of those things together would help people, uh, understand and manage their own risk and not just to casually go, well, fuck it. I'm going out drinking or whatever, sure. but, to, but to say like, I'm, um, we're going to stay in and drink right. or I'm, but I'm still going to be with the friends that I want to be with. And everybody then is individually responsible for managing their exposure away from that gathering so that you don't, uh, so there's just a less risk of this is everyone sort of at, you know, who was there at that party at that time. Right. Uh, so they have a they have an ICU headroom um, statistic. Yeah, but it's only headroom. It's the risk of a hospital overload. It's not like yeah out of the percentage. And that, I mean, I get that they don't want people to not take this seriously. That that would be like a little bit um, ridiculous. Here's the recommend. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the, this is. I, I mean, what? So as long as we stay, uh, I, I got to now, yeah, yeah. now I'm in the, in, in the actual order. The following restrictions apply statewide individuals an individual shall wear a mask while within six feet of any individual from a separate household. An individual may not eat or drink within six feet of an individual from a separate household while at a restaurant or bar. An individual may not attend a social gathering unless the social gathering Uh, has an event host or occurs at a business, including a bar or restaurant, Um, or the individual complies with all face mask and physical distancing requirements, event hosts. An event host of a social gathering shall require each individual attending the gathering to wear a mask, including in an area of ingress or egress. Uh, That same host will require at least six feet of physical distancing, uh, blah, blah, blah. you got to post some conspicuous signage. Um, you have to complete and implement the event management template provided by the department businesses, business, including a bar or restaurant, whether or not acting as an event host shall require everybody to wear a fucking mask, require each patron that enters to wear a mask, require six feet of physical distancing. Uh, yeah. Can't sell liquor after 10. <laughs> what? <laughs> Or furnish it. Okay, so here's here's nothing some, good happens after ten. Um, <laughs> I always thought it was midnight, but I guess the, we've it's, rolled the clocks back. So two there's three hundred, yeah. <clears throat> there's three hundred and fourteen ICU beds in Utah or okay. in Salt Lake City, I guess. Um, hundred and eleven of them are filled. 
My okay. dad found similar numbers when he was here about how the hospitals were overwhelmed, and then it was like a third of the beds were taken up. And this, well, this is a so yeah, that that's a third, um, which might be high considering like maybe uh, COVID takes longer to recover, or if you're like in a precarious position, it would take longer than what what the average disease before COVID would take in an ICU or, or the average problem or whatever. Um, what's interesting is like. The Utah's uh, hospitals are now at risk from being overcrowded. I mean, it's only a third, but they're still pretty worried about it. <clears throat> it's interesting to think, though, it's it's not because they lack rooms. It's because they lack care, because they had to let go of right. people. Yep. Because when they originally shut down, the hospitals couldn't lose that much money, so they started laying people off. Yeah, nobody's going to hospitals right now unless they have COVID. So all the elective surgeries yeah. and things hospitals make money on aren't happening. So when you're talking about you know the potential risk or harm from enacting something, and this is my problem with like a law in the first place. To 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 legally declare something should be illegal. This is my problem with like face masks should be it should be illegal not to wear one. You're essentially saying that if somebody doesn't, that that person deserves violence, the threat of violence against them. Like that's the enforcement of a law requires the in, by violence, right? Like that, those but, two but, hand. But we don't mean it like that, Michael. Those go hand in hand. When you say like eventually if something is illegal and you do the thing, somebody will show up and either, you know give you a fine but if you don't want to pay that fine eventually somebody comes and takes you to jail right. if you don't want to go guess what they use force and that force is violence how do we get on that making mass legal i believe or, or whatever whatever the the thing or is. illegal to yeah. not wear one but. but there but there are exceptions they're allowing exceptions to face masks what are the exceptions? <laughs> well, let's read that. Notwithstanding any other provision in this order, an individual who is otherwise required by this order to wear a face mask may remove the face mask in the following situations. While eating or drinking. That would be helpful. While as the sole occupant of a room, cubicle, or similar enclosure. <laughs> so you can do your desk job. Like, who fucking signed off on that one? They're like, hey, yo throw this in here because yeah we need people to come to work and you, make you don't have to wear a mask when you are communicating with an individual who is deaf or hard of hearing if communication cannot be achieved through other means and the speaker wears a face shield or uses alternative protection such as a plexiglass barrier uh, you don't have to wear a mask you do not have to wear a mask while obtaining or providing a service that requires temporary removal of a face mask such as dental services or speech therapy you don't have to wear a mask while sleeping you are not required to wear a mask while exercising or engaging in athletic training while A, outdoors, oh. or B, indoors and maintaining at least six feet of physical distance from any other individual from a separate household. Okay. so All right. So we need to work out, and Erica needs to be here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Got it. Uh, you don't have to wear a mask, a face mask while swimming or on duty as a lifeguard. Uh you don't have to wear a mask while actively performing as an athlete at an organized athletic event authorized under subsection 2D number 2. Um, you don't have to wear a mask while giving a religious, political, media, educational, artistic, cultural, musical, or theatrical presentation or performance for an audience. No shit. So yelling and singing and all of this 
kind of perpetuates, or maybe that's yeah. the wrong word, but projects. projects and makes aerosolized droplets go further. Yet when you do those things, masks are not required. Not required. Cor- coronavirus does not care about as long as there's an audience, a political audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have to wear a mask while engaging in work where wearing a face mask would create a risk to the individual as determined by government safety guidelines. Man, the government's so good at that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you don't have to wear a mask when necessary to confirm individual's identity, including when entering a bank, credit union, or other financial institution. Um, you are not required to wear a mask when federal or state law or regulations prohibit wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, if you're younger than three, if you are unconscious, incapacitated, or otherwise unable to remove the mask without assistance, you don't have to wear one. Um, an individual with a medical condition, mental health condition, or intellectual or developmental disability that uh, prevents that individual from wearing a face mask. Um, or you, you're not required to wear a face mask if you are incarcerated. <laughs> pretty good it's fun religious services this order as in the entire emergency order does not apply to a religious service (laughs) faith-based organizations such as ours are strongly encouraged to implement protocols to mitigate the spread of COVID-19 period well all right I'm glad we filed to become a religious organization okay this is what I think oh I think we should all go on lockdown for one year. You're not allowed to leave your house. Food will be delivered to each person's door. Along with, in the beginning, you get a revolver in one bullet. <laughs> and whoever makes it out, it's good population control. One Wait, one revolver per person with one bullet? Yes. Per household or per person? Per household. Or no, no, per person. Oh, okay, per person. Oh, because per, per person, person in the household. I mean, so what do you think, back to the post-election thing, what's the changes? Are we going to have a federally mandated regulation? Is that the is that the bet? Oh, are co- federally mandated yeah, COVID, yeah. like nationwide? Yeah. I, I don't see that as logical. So probably. <laughs> so, what do you think will come well, first, mandatory masks or mandatory vaccine? Ooh, I, Pfizer announced today I they that. have a, a, a who's uh, a massive contributor to the Biden campaign. Yeah, and the uh, they have a ninety percent success rate in forty three thousand patients or something. Okay, yeah, I didn't see the I didn't see the N the sample total. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, at this point, I mean, would you take a no. I've never gotten a flu shot either. I haven't aside either. from when the army made me get a flu shot. <clears throat> when they're like, you don't shot. have to get it. You just can't leave this room until you do. And you're like, okay, cool. I w- do you know what I wish? I wish we, <laughs> I wish we had like the... That's ac- a nice way of doing that. Yeah. I wish yeah, we had effective. the accurate history of everything. Like I wish we would know where connections were and like where wh- like things that happened in the past weren't secret, whatever. So we could start understanding how fucking stupid we actually are with certain things because that's the other part like all these conspiracy theories trying to tie things together they don't they don't gain any traction because like i don't know well some of them are stupid but also we're not allowed to know the truth of things 
or w- when the truth of things is out there, it's not made blatantly obvious, right. like what the actual death it's rate just is. Thrown in with everything else. Yeah, uh, or you know, I mean, but it's it'd be interesting. You know, obviously, a, a, a company like Pfizer is going to contribute possibly equally to each campaign. Yeah, for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. So, um, whether you know what. That may or may not be relevant. I, I think like, oh, there's it's 90 percent effective. Here's the popular, you know, the sample population. Um, and we've been working on. I mean, yeah, we've had months that they've been working on it. Right. Uh, but aren't there some sort of side effect or long term effect studies that need to be done before the FDA would in a non emergency situation approve? Yeah, I mean, they can definitely file for, like, an emergency FDA approval or whatever, um, which is a super interesting concept. I mean, because even things that are FDA approved sometimes have fucking dire consequences. Yeah, down the the road a few years or a generation. I mean, there's a a lot of prescription drugs that I would not take. (laughs) Thalidomide? For example, sure. Which we don't get to take anymore because sure. it doesn't. You know, they did. They, they did they mention it. what happened to the ten percent that it didn't? It wasn't effective on. Is it just not effective? Is it detrimental? Are there side effects? I just saw the ninety percent. Again, we and, could come back to the I would like accurate information thing, but I think the reason why there isn't accurate information is because the consumers of information don't actually care. Like they, it's almost like people just form their opinion before anything. And if you want to try to figure something out, it's like next to impossible to get any like real data or, or like to understand what data is out there. Like the the fact that they haven't actually, that, that they don't have a fucking straightforward graph showing um, this many people, this many tests, this right. many positive, this many negative, this many possible. I mean, they should have data by now that shows false positives and false negatives and all of these things should be pretty fucking well understood with how much focus and money is going behind it. Um, but there's not that, I guess. I don't know. I guess, I mean, we're unwilling to accept a 99.9% survival rate for people under the age of 55, but we're co- totally cool with a 90% success rate of a drug we're going to put in our body. <laughs> Is that also oh, the ninety? So that um, what it's it's hovering just under one percent, right? Like point the fatal the mortality yeah, yeah. rate. Yeah, is it just under? Let's just let's just go with that. I haven't looked. We call one percent. Yeah. So I can understand that people think this would be horrific if one percent of the population died. That would be in America three point seven million people or something. Um, that would be horrific, but not undealable like you (laughs) and that's the worst case like if we did nothing that's what they expect right Right. like if we didn't protect that's how many people would die outright and i mean how many people have to die before we actually start considering like i don't know changing the planet as in like not polluting like how many people die of that shit before we actually Concern could, ourselves. Could you it. argue this is a byproduct of that? Um, to that a degree, what? like that we have this virus because there's We're too overpopulated. many people. There's areas of the world that are fucking disgusting where things like this pop up. Sure. Um, <laughs> Would you call it maybe a shithole country? <laughs> sure. A rather large one. <laughs> the I. <laughs> well, I mean, just like what is 
like what is pollution and then is this a side effect of that uh, i mean it's, it's and is one's um risk should they you know be be exposed to it and 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 contract i guess the virus mm-hmm. um is that influenced in some way by the amount of pollution that they you know is the outcome of that exposure influenced by the population that they have been exposed to um for you know the majority of their lives hence you know when it first kicked off in italy northern italy which is kind of more polluted is more industrialized also aging population etc cetera, etc cetera, um that had a greater per capita number of deaths than the the right. southern part of the country where there's less industry and right. it's similar to here right like with the east coast and then the west coast and and places in between yep but it doesn't seem like it's more you know closely allied with more industrialized areas or just areas of higher population that's true i guess yeah, i always think of density. the east coast just as more industrial than most of the country but pollution follows population right yes but if but if, but if like we're talking air pollution then let's just say well, prevailing winds kind of thing. The East Coast should have a little bit less than, you know, stuff coming. Like we're downwind here in Utah right. of I, whatever, you know, industry I, I California the, still has. <laughs> the, the hardest thing for me to buy about any of this is that people are con- actually concerned with people's lives. Oh, like I don't like yeah. I don't buy that part out of any of it. They're concerned with their own and projecting it as other people. You think? I th- yeah, I do. I think a lot I of people are work. really scared and they use like. Saving. I'm going to protect you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think they're unhealthy. They know they're unhealthy. They might have underlying conditions, which I totally understand. Yeah. But also, if I don't have those, can I just think a little differently than you do? Uh, I'm not saying it, I want to go, like, run into their house and cough all sure. over them. I just, like, when I go out, out and about in my own daily life, can I do what I think is best for me? Which is wearing a mask in social settings. Yeah doing all that stuff but also being able to come here and talk to you guys while i can see your entire face and not just your eyes and your forehead i I guess that's what i think so i think we should rename the space household (laughs) and we're good yeah right and everybody that comes in as a family member yes yeah that's part of our religion it's it's part of our religion it's part of why they have to contribute 10 (laughs) percent and uh and then we you know we sing let me see. We do have a lot of instruments, and by we, I mean Michael. <laughs> I got a didgeridoo. I, I, uh, a, a new one, like a second one. Just this is my first one. Okay, so the, the one that was one. here a week ago. Or no, no, that was Sam's. Oh. Sam has that one. I got a, I got R- a spiral. Dig. Rumor has it, and you can read into this how you want. Michael spent all day yesterday blowing bubbles. <laughs> Which may or may not be a person from Trails, or it's just a straw with water. <laughs> I, I saw him for part of the day, and I saw no bubbles, but uh, maybe I it hadn't, do it. hadn't yet begun, maybe. I'm, well, it's like a way to work on circular breathing. It's really fucking hard. Oh, I bet it is. Um, Which is what you need to do in order to not have pauses in your yeah. digeries. My dig, my dig. Is it too off topic to ask you what circular breathing actually means in that regard? Um, what do you mean? Like, uh, so, like, uh, the, uh, it's kind of a weird uh, process. So, you you basically need back pressure. You need back pressure in your cheeks, and uh, as you breathe out, you kind of relax your nasal cavity area, 
and then because of the back pressure, air will start to flow automatically. So you're not actually inhaling and exhaling. Interesting. It's a, so your your lungs, I think, like kind of pulse in and out, but like at a very low rate. So they're it's super fucking weird. Trevor got me to do it. Like, Fuck Trevor, by I, the way. Trevor knows I how to do it. I fucking hate Trevor. He's so goddamn it, good at everything. He just like made a knife this weekend. <laughs> Did that's you amazing. see how fucking beautiful that yeah. thing is? Yeah, oh Damascus. My. And it's God. sharp as shit. Yeah. Oh, hi, pretty... Sparkle. Do you have something to say? Do you <laughs> want to say something? Face up into the the mic. Can you speak? No? Okay. <laughs> that was a no. It was an adamant no. <laughs> Unless you're the UPS guy and then or any other worker. <laughs> Can you get down? Can you get down? She's like, yeah, but I like to be in your face. She is not abiding by the social distancing rules that's that's true um yeah i i don't know i don't know what i'm doing with instruments but they seem to be super fun nice that, that i don't know if anything else matters it really doesn't i guess um i i the back to the like the the recommendations thing because i think it's kind of fun because i don't want people to get like i'm not adamantly against any of the recommendations no um, I, I think I'm against regulation or requiring only because I'm against the idea of the government enforcing through violence a fucking arbitrary measure that has no proof of effectiveness. Yeah. And that we cannot provide any kind of counter argument for. I right. mean, it does yeah. seem that certain types of behavior, certain uh, nutritional interventions mm-hmm. one might, you know, impose upon oneself. Mm-hmm. Um do improve the um, vigor of one's immune system. Right. Which would then, you know, make you less likely to have, you know, a bad reaction to getting right. exposed to, to to the thing. And and everyone should be able to do those things. Yeah. And if there are other measures that, but, but we can't, it, it's, there, there's ne- like, there, there are no, in an emergency declaration, there are no positive recommendations. Right. Sure. Ever. Right. It's always negative. It's always restriction. It's always do shut this. down. It's don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. Here's some exceptions. But never is there. We highly recommend that you get 30 to 60 minutes of low-intensity aerobic exercise outdoors each day. Yeah. This will improve a lot of fucking things if done for a long enough period of time. Sure. I'm even under the um, impression, and I haven't looked into this. Uh, Mike Muscle, Mike Mutzel, is that how you say his last name? Oh yeah, talks yeah. about it quite a bit. But even the um, effectiveness of the vaccine, if you're in an unhealthy metabolic state, won't be as effective as it would be sure. if you're healthy. So maybe that was the other ten percent. They only measured the vaccine on the, healthy people, <laughs> or they like uh, it only worked with healthy people. Right. I mean, it'd be 10%. interesting to know what what that was and why it didn't work and yeah. what the parameters were around who they tested and yeah i mean was it just all volunteers and that's and then what was what were the potential comorbidities you know had yeah. they been actually didn't like the the thing didn't work like oh you're one yeah. of the 10% um you know we got a ventilator for you in room 7 <laughs> <laughs> um it, it'll be there when you need it in 3 days or you sure. know, whatever but um like like and and I think that there is something is like maybe go out on a limb, like okay this is all you know the the cloth mask thing, okay it re, it take it reduces the rate the 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 probability of transmission by from seventeen percent to three percent. Yeah. Okay, so there's some science to back that up. 
what is the difference between someone with a vitamin D deficiency yep. and a person with a vitamin C surplus or vitamin D surplus? Um, what? How does that affect the probability sure. of or hypertension, diabetes? You know, a bunch of factors which which are not being talked about, right. and maybe it's because you know the peer reviewed studies aren't. Um, you know, they they ain't been finished yet. You know, they're still out there waiting to be judged by people or something. But we've never had a, um, you know, any sort of like positive recommendations for you know exercise, right? For or weight loss, eating or, in a certain yeah. way, for it, weight loss, it, for you know, it hasn't even been talked about in mainstream. <laughs> no, media. even pre-COVID, it, it was not all. fucking talked about. Except shaming. Yeah, except for... And I wonder if in March, if they were like, hey, we highly recommend four times a week you walk for 30 to 60 minutes, what could have happened to the country? Or, yeah, like what's a recommendation for just like a general weight loss guide? Uh, eat Given less, that, move more? Yeah, like, and I'm not even saying that that's the best way to go. It's cer certainly not, like in most cases, like, you know, choosing, like eating less doesn't pertain to actually getting more nutrition. That's it true. just, yeah. you know, will be a caloric deficit for some people, which would improve their health, funny enough. Like even eating less nutrition sometimes can actually improve uh, your state. I, I mean, it's kind of the same thing we're bitching about in March, so maybe it's just a broken record, but. Yeah, it could be. Um, it is interesting. It seems like nothing has changed from the government's interpretation of what we need to do to beat this or get past it or whatever we're doing with it. Despite yeah. four to five months yeah. more experience with it. <sighs> well, there's yeah. that. And I mean, I think the only reason we didn't go into immediate lockdown is because the fucking country would burn down if we started doing that. And I think they're more afraid of that than actually, like I think they want to recommend lockdown. It's just they know it'll happen if they do. You think? Interesting. I, I kind of do. At some point, I mean, we're, people are only getting poorer. They're only getting more desperate. Sure, but I'm I'm like trying to be but the unemployment a skeptic rate, here. Like, why why um, why would why, just from a conspiratorial standpoint to you know why would a government want its citizens to be in lockdown? I mean, like learning how to control them is the only thing I can think of. I mean, but. <laughs> or allowing them to become neutered to the idea of being controlled and just being okay with it. I mean, it was interesting for California to enforce like whatever, right? Yeah. Like lockdowns, not for COVID, but for political reasons. And if Trump had won presidency, I bet you would have seen that in a lot more places. Yeah. I, I could be know. wrong, but I'd be shocked if there wasn't you know, curfews established in places like Portland and Seattle yeah. where riots happened before if Trump won the presidency. I don't know. I mean, there was still some marching going on, right? I don't know. I'd try not to pay too much attention to it, but the the question about like, I, I mean, there's, there's a bunch going on. I, I think it's still interesting because there's, there's going to be how much backlash from like the legal intervention or from Trump not conceding or whatever the deal is. Is there anything? No. You don't think there'll be any backlash? I think unless there's like a drastic change in which there's a chance Trump stays president, mm -hmm. I don't think anything's going to happen. I mean, rioting is particularly a progressive 
It seems like a very liberal thing to do. Yeah, like I mean, and uh, from a political theory standpoint, not just from a definition of what a Democrat is or whatever. It seems like it seems fairly left-sided for just riots to. Ha- it's like we saw the the protests from you know people that were in fucking cosplay gear that didn't want to wear a mask. They protested and they did so with guns, but there wasn't like anything burned down. It just seems, <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's a bad assumption from my uneducated viewpoint, but I think even like worldwide. It shows your lack of understating. Uh, right. Uh, but I mean, worldwide, like I, in Hong Kong and all of those uh, riots that are going, they're fairly progressive. If you were a conservative in Hong Kong, you would be for whatever they're, I don't know. Am I wrong? For Beijing stepping in and yeah. telling you to, uh, I don't know what they were. I mean, is that how it works? Is that like conservative, like just politically conservative or whatever that wants the government not to deal with them? They don't, they don't really riot or throw temper tantrums. They just start revolting like that. Right. Like historically in almost every culture that has had a revolution, that's kind of how it works. So you could say that temper tantrums are for progressives and actual revolts are for people waiting for a revolt to, be necessary and temper tantrums i think are a nice pressure release valve yeah which prevents something like a real confrontation from happening would that be the equivalent of like um i don't know you call it in 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 the heat of the moment um uh, murdering somebody, but going with manslaughter, crime, crime of passion. Yeah. Crime of passion, manslaughter. Yeah. It's like, you know, whoops. And then, Oh, this person is in the go like premeditating. Yeah, premeditated. This thing. Is that the equivalent? It could be. The outcome is wildly different. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, what would it take for America to have like a revolt? A, a better idea. <laughs> I think that's true. I mean, unification. First, first of all, like there would have to be a you know a better idea that enough people wanted to that agreed upon and wanted to see imposed over, you know, a particular geographic area or population. I but mean, I don't think there's a better idea right now. It's just like you can't like it's this this something matters. Something should have money or not. Yeah. Um, Human nature can't be changed, so we're just going to run into this shit again, right? Maybe, and I'm not saying don't do nothing, right? I mean, I'm saying that we should do nothing, but um, I, I think I, I don't think there's enough of a consensus or organ, you know, or you know, ability to organize. Um, and if that was starting to happen anyway, it would be more of a conservative thing, I believe. Right. And uh, and we already know what happens, right? To you know those movements, organizations, ideas, whatever, if they are uh, using left-dominated tech platforms, right, to you know communicate their ideas. I think 
so what you say about um, no better idea, I mean, there, I think there's some people who think that there's a better idea and it's kind of baffling to like, so you could say some people think that a more socialist, even communist society, like the extreme form of what people okay. want to change it to or looking for um, more. Well, what does that look like? That's just what's, well, here's the what's weird... yours is mine and what's mine is yours. Right? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I... I think in idealism, it's just they want something other than what is now because they don't have anything now but so what, asking for a, a more powerful all-powerful government to redistribute wealth right so that there is some you know at least financial equality um uh, you know let's say across the board or that uh, among a larger segment of the population right but isn't that the idea of um wealth redistribution uh, for, I don't know, um, racial equality, right? To, to pay retribu- uh, reparations. reparations for, for past whatever ancestral, ancestral issues. Okay. Isn't that, is like that idea, is that communistic? I don't know. That, it, that one, I don't, I, I don't know what that. It's kind of like comes in. I just think inviting you know, more government. Sure. I, I totally agree with you. In, yeah. Yeah. and then, uh, because then that becomes, if once the government becomes the biggest employer, I guess, and the, and the conditions are that you don't really, you know, biggest employer in the sense of, hey, number of people working for the government, but also number of people being paid by, even if they aren't actually working directly for. Right. Like, then... What I don't get about it, I, I get that, like, I, I kind of understand where people are talking about it in theory, what would be good about a more socialist um, government, even if I disagree with it. I'm like, man, I just don't want the government to tell me what to do with my health because look what they've done. Uh, like their recommendations, yeah. I just don't find um, all that uh, accurate. But I, I do understand that some people want that safety net. What I don't get is that they want to change the system that already works a certain way to be a different system that hasn't proven to work anywhere. And there are countries that you could move to if you really do believe in communism. Like you, you could, I imagine, figure out how to move to China like and, and have that lifestyle that you think is so great. <laughs> I, I think, right? So I just don't, it's like, okay, so we let's say we have a company and the structure of our company is like, we make buttons or we make whatever we fuck. We, it's I like, buttons. I like buttons. And we build this company and this company has 374 million employees and like a hundred million of them want to start making zippers. And we're like, we don't make zippers. We make buttons. We think it's the best way to hold your pants together is buttons. And you're like, no, the zipper has been proven more effective. And they're both like ideas that could conceptually work for people living. I'm not saying that one is better than the other. They both just keep your pants on. But you would just go start a new company that makes zippers. You wouldn't try to transform the machine. It would just be, it's too expensive. Like it's not You wouldn't try to convince 274 million others (laughs) of your idea. Exactly. You would just go. Or maybe just like by whatever mechanism kind of take over the company right. and impose your ideas right. on those people who may or may, who, you know, right. weren't okay with zippers. 
Yeah, I guess what I'm getting at is like, do you think civil war would happen before a revolt? And I think yes. I think I think civil war But what is I know where what, would they go? I don't like Well, I don't. hey, where would they go? What would they be like what, what would be being fought over? I I ideas, I guess. I don't I mean cuz look how drastically <clears throat> different uh, an idea about how the government should work. Right? Like you can take the liberal side and say, Oh, we want, you know, healthcare and education and all these things, which in the minor, they're, they're not that extreme. I mean, compared to like what Europe is doing, that's a very central idea. If you take into consideration what the majority of the Western world practices, um, like to say socialized medicine, socialized education or whatever, that's not that extreme. There's very, there's some on the extreme side that would say like pure communism or something and wealth redistribution and UBI, you get into like, kind of more extreme versions of it um i just don't i think that some people really do want that um and there's a lot of people that really don't want that <laughs> and i think that there's probably split down the middle of at least in the center kind of left and right um, which is how it kind of should be to keep it together but now because it's being polarized on the extreme sides of it we're being antagonized to want extreme versions of it I mean, the like a movie keeps going through my head of like, it's 2040. The United States is now in two groups of the super spreaders and the mask wearers. And <laughs> just like this whole sci-fi movie keeps running through my head of civil, civil unrest and civil war of that. I, I'm not saying that's realistic, but that always pops into my head when I see two people debating about what's right and what's wrong with COVID. And it getting broken into two camps of like, we take this seriously. You want everybody to die. Therefore, you shouldn't be allowed to live because it's infringing upon my yeah. ability to live. I'm not I, saying that's not extreme, but I, that occasionally that, yeah, pops yeah. into my head. I mean, I, I could be totally wrong. I'm, tr I'm trying to like conceptualize what's going on with like the minor little changes that are going on and could possibly go on with a, you know, a different administration. I mean, the, the claim, and I don't obviously like Trump. Like, I think we've proven that over the like, past couple of years is that we don't really have anything positive to say about him. Um, but he's also not the white supremacist fascist that people made him out to be. Right. Right. Like I, I think that's, disingenuous towards what the reality um and i don't think biden is like a tool for communist china like some right-wing pundits he's definitely you know fucking whatever he is more socialist than not um it's just oh you mean he took advantage of his position to enrich himself yeah okay I, I, I mean, that's is uh, that what socialism means? Didn't they all? <laughs> well, <laughs> wait, so does socialism and politicians sort of mean the same thing? I mean, here's what gets me crazy about like, like I, th I think a lot of like vets and military personnel are very, uh, they tend to be more conservative. Although somebody argued with me the other day who would know said actually they've, they've shifted and they tend to be more progressive now statistically, which I think is really interesting because um, th there has been a shift but most the most from from my viewpoint most veterans and uh, military personnel tend to be conservative or republican in nature um, and then they you know they get out of the military they're they're very like pro small business pro you know low taxes all of these things 
but the military in and of itself is the most socialist program in America. Oh yeah. Like by far uh, and large, that's how it operates. Right? Yes. <laughs> so, the, but maybe that's why they are so like veterans tend to be so pro because they see how fucking broken that system right. is. The, like the, the inability but to keep track of finances. But population expo exposure for us, you know, like the availability bias in the sense that most of the people that we know personally, mm -hmm. who we have trained, interacted with, have mm -hmm. relationships with, were um, had gone through special selection processes in the mil you know, in their military. Yeah. So they were, you know, either, um, I mean, it wasn't standard infantry admin, whatever, mm -hmm. right? It's generally, you know, a special person, you know, specialized um, area, more elite, if you will. And maybe that's why we see more conservative kind of views yeah. from, from the our group of people that we've been exposed to, mili you know, the military sense, just not like the, include. The general like, populace of the, the military? Yeah, um, wh which might be just, I'm a government employee. And right. so, of course, I'm socialist because they fucking cover everything for me. And and um, I'm just like the guy s sitting next to me uh, <laughs> in my in the cubicle. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know I, what I'm trying to form. I think in all of this is like an accurate I like view of what's happening, because if I look outside, nothing's happening. Yeah. People are still just buying dumb shit polluting the fucking planet, having fucking babies like nothing matters, and bitching about how shitty life is going to be, but nobody's doing anything about it. That's my worldview localized. From a broad spectrum view from looking at social media, yeah, it's so, like so, so look through the lens down. of the internet. Right, and and then, like the world's ending. Yeah. And no, and this is funny, like whoever's in power dictates my future, um, which I think is ridiculous. Like, Presidents do have uh, obviously some influence over life or death, whether we go to war, all the, they will. Yeah. But you have control over the majority of that effect. I think each in, you don't have to join the military. Um, they're in any given position, you can kind of get out of the way mm -hmm. of politics, right? So I don't know why there's so much hysteria over it. I think it's almost the same symptom as like, the same problem rather as terrorism right like if you ignore terrorism and you don't mediatize it you don't glorify don't sensationalize it. it yeah sensationally you don't do all these things it there's no power in it and if if we didn't pay attention <laughs> how much power would go away like we give people power like we make it this big show and instead we're just like do your fucking job and if you fuck up we'll come after you like your job is just to make sure shit doesn't get off the rails. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. I like that. I, I, you, <laughs> I mean, I, you probably <laughs> didn't want us to, but I do. No, I, I'm like, I don't even know what I like. I don't really have an opinion. I just like trying to like, I, I agree. Like the difficulty in understanding, like, you know, when people are saying, you know, like wildly dancing or whatever mm -hmm. over, a election, an election result that is not certified, confirmed, mm -hmm. you know, whatever hasn't actually happened. Um, as if, it, because it does, 
beg the question, like how much is going to, you know, how much is going to change? What is, what sort of inertia Mm -hmm. is at play? What sort of, um, uh, resistance is one going to encounter, which mechanisms, um, you know, are in place in the legislative, uh, executive and judicial branches mm-hmm. of government to, um, help or, uh, slow any kind of change that might be initiated by a particular individual. Like I, it doesn't, doesn't look to me that especially locally looking outside people are still buying dumb shit yeah um they might just you know have a little spring to their step because you know cheetos cheeto and cheetos <laughs> and, and what is that got the fire 10 cheetos. days two weeks yeah and about then, as long as a new year's resolution yeah and then it'll pop up again when he gets inaugurated in january and yeah. then a month yeah. later it'll just be more bitching about stuff that's not happening how long after inauguration to uh renewed foreign entanglement uh that was my i that was my point that i made the other day was like you know looking at the upsides and downsides i was like we will have a better um worldview perceptional worldview but we'll probably have we're like things that'll put us in a bad position for the future so there's going to be some terrible shit with china that will probably enrich them and give them more power and probably not do anything to bring resources to the united states and allow us to thrive without international influence um there's there's probably a better handling of like a russian iran deal to be honest than than maybe trump being kind of like a fucking psychopath and never knowing what he's going to fucking say that would cause an international incident. Yeah. Uh, something like that. So th- I think there's a balance there, which brings me back to the point is like not one person can really do like the checks and balances do work to a degree. Yeah. Um, that's why we have them. And I think they did work as much as you want to say that like people want to claim Trump ruined the country. Which I don't think it's true necessarily. Like, he didn't really do anything. He made a lot of noise and a lot of tweets that got like the media in hysteria, but there's not much that has happened. Like almost all the like things that people bitch about affect very few people. And it's innocuous shit. I think, you know, shifting the political weight in the Supreme Court is a thing. Sure. Um, I think, you know, rolling back uh the wilderness designations, let's just say Bears Ears and yeah. Escalante, that that kind of thing, or you know, the the idea of, um, and I can't remember the the fellows that uh, Secretary of Interior that um, he, he assigned, but but it's someone who's very much interested in sort of privatizing public land. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think those were those were very significant. Mm-hmm. Things which can also, because most of that was done by, let's just say, fiat or executive order, right. um, those are things that I'm guessing can be reversed with the same yeah. um, ease. Ease. Yeah. Uh, but the but but the big stuff, like lasting, meaningful, that can is kind of kicked down the road based on the Supreme Court decisions that may or may not be made in the in the future. But yeah. Um, I don't want to see, you know, unchecked, unbalanced. Sure. I 
you know, gridlocks, you know, not bad. That's kind of what I said the other day. And I was like, well, shit is so off the rails right now that nothing will get done, which is probably the best thing that could happen. Yeah. It's like nothing gets done. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's time for the congregation <laughs> to congregate. Commune. Commune to, to, with. To, to, to commune, but not too closely. I have to go spread the good word. Yeah. I, <laughs> right. the, the good word. The, spread the COVID. Blessed be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I believe um, we should incorporate more religious language now that, uh, yeah. you know. So that means soon. we can put like a TH on the end of everything. Yeah. Make sure people pay their tithing. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. It, or, or we can just put TH everywhere there's a T. That works. That because works. we can just be, no, we're going to fitness. I was going to say, we just start talking fitness. like Mike Tyson. So we worship Mike Tyson. <laughs> nice. Hey, it's as good of, yeah, know, no shit. It's as good a figurehead as any. Well, I think this is an interim election. Technically, yeah. right? And also I don't, yeah. So maybe there's one more on the election thing. Hopefully not. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do something in January at least. Because okay. I'm sure Trump will probably throw a temper tantrum, and we're going to want to talk about it. It's possible. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting the the different legal. I didn't like go through the compile a list of all of the legal challenges that have yeah. been you know mentioned and or executed. Uh, it, but it would be interesting to see if anything actually changes. Yeah. Based on those, um, there's a. I mean, not to this isn't conspiratorial might sound like it i think okay. the machine is way too big like it's going in a direction yeah and even if you had legal precedent in one state yeah. like pennsylvania or whatever <laughs> it's not gonna change anything and if it did it wouldn't be for the good of anybody at this point yeah if you if you like reverse even the perception of who won you yeah. would have like yeah, it, w- it wouldn't help violence. anything. And, and help. the longer it is, you know, that perception is uh, out there and being yeah. reinforced, the harder it is going to be to shift. Yeah, for sure. Also. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Wear a mask. Yep. And uh, get distant.